Hey, you guys, you like comics? You like Star Wars? Well, get over here! Seismic charges. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. And we are back again for not the Big Daddy Star Run, Star Wars Run, Psych Detour. Suck on that, losers. Just kidding. I love you guys. Don't, don't, don't end the patronage. Um, we, I forget during which recording. I think it was the last one we did. Tom, Tom brought up a a comic that both piqued Rashad and I's interest. We were like, oh, "What? This is cool." Speaking of which, hi Tom. Hi Luke. Hi Rashad. Hey, is the Star Run like a new marathon thing, or is this just like how you're keeping fit during lockdown? Because I'm kind of interested in both. I'm like I'm like those like grandmas that like speed walk in malls. That's what I do now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hope you're wearing like, those like really thick insoles, like the New Balance style. Yeah, dude. You got it. You got to keep it proper. I'm yeah. I'm like I'm like when I wear the New Balances, I like I try to like you know some of my 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 inner George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Much like when we read this and try to figure out what the hell his thoughts were. Yeah. These shoes so walk we... over Jedi like butter. <laughs> do we have to end this soon so you can be up at five to make it to the mall? <laughs> uh, five is pretty late. Honestly. We got to get to Coco's for breakfast first. <laughs> we're going to Shoney's. Shoney's. All right. Oh, so... I want to go to Shoney's. I thought it was I, like I... movies, like it was a fake thing. And then somebody's like, no, it's real. Shoney's? Is, you yeah. think Shoney was real? I didn't know like Waffle House was real. I did like a Excuse Midwest me? road trip and I saw all these things and it really just blew my mind. There's are you saying there's not a Waffle House in the L, L the greater LA area? I think there's one in like Victorville or Bakersfield, which is like three hours towards the desert towards Vegas. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. But obviously I don't go there because I don't acquire meth on the regular so mm, mm. Good. sorry I for see. the victorville bakersfield well next time you are out there getting meth now you know what to yeah. where to eat there we go now i know to go yeah. to waffle house i mean i can really not imagine a better place to go after you smoked a fat batch of meth than waffle house mm, meth you could get meth i mean you, you could get you could get in a fight and get some waffles I, i've almost gotten in a fight to the waffle house <laughs> i mean the clientele well no no with the, with the cook because oh, he was he was angry this. that I put some quarters in the jukebox and played one of their waffle songs. <laughs> they have custom waffle songs as they're like first 10 or 20 songs in the jukebox. I I be honest Tom, I think I I think I want to fight with you too if you did that. <laughs> you play not up in here. <laughs> so Anyways, you fucking jokers! It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a uh, good to see you again. It's been a little while since we recorded our last, our last ep. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, we recorded another one, and it mysteriously uh, was not recorded. And the one, and the one before that cut off abruptly. Luckily, we had to cover the issue, but it was uh, interesting. It's too hot for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And Good and I'm pretty it. sure it 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 cut off like in in some tangent Rashad was going off on. Yeah. Like mid tangent. Yeah. Be great. Government. Wants to shut us down. We will not stand for this. I will not be silenced. I have a lot of opinions, and you're all going to hear about them. Was that the one we were doing on TikTok? Yeah, obviously. 
We should have known Sweet better. Sweet reference, you very know, timely. With its deep China roots, we should have known better that Trump was going to cut it down. China. Anywho, uh, like I said before, uh, we decided to cover something different because Tom brought this issue to this, this I guess you this series of comics, graphic novel, whatever you want to call it, uh, brought to our attention that it existed. We were like, huh? Well, that's cool. And that is Star Wars, the Star Wars. And it is based off of a what, Star Tom? Wars story. You, yeah, you can. I'm going to let Tom explain this a little bit because he probably, he's the one that knew shit about it. And we, me and Rashad were like, uh, what is this? I never know anything. Pictures just come to assume life. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, we always we always have to defer to Tom when it comes to like the deep nerd shit. So, Tom, deep nerd us up. What's going on with this? Papa George started writing Star Wars back in the early 70s, and the story went through many revisions, many drafts. The movie that we know as Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope is, I believe, the fifth draft, or it's based on George's fifth draft. And uh, J.W. Rinsler, back probably about 10, 12 years ago, he, he's the guy who did all of the making of books. Uh, he's, he was kind of a, a historian for Lucasfilm. He was talking with George and suggested the idea of adapting one of the earlier drafts, in fact, the first original rough draft screenplay into a comic book. And George was, eh, maybe right, right now, we'll see. And <laughs> so Rinsler went to Dark Horse, who at the time held the license. They came up with some art pages based on Rinsler's adaptation. He adapted the movie script to a comic book strip, and George loved it. So Lucasfilm worked with Dark Horse on producing this, but it happened just as Disney bought Lucasfilm. So this was one of the last big things put out by Dark Horse when they had the license. I think they it was published in the summer of 2013. And it was, a, I think, either six or eight issue monthly series. So Rinsler adapted the script for a comic book. He worked with some Lucasfilm designers, um, which took some of George's ideas, some things that we would later know from not only episode four, but other Star Wars movie movies. And they designed a world based around George's script. And the thing is, if you're reading this and you expect certain things don't expect them because Mm -hmm. they are going to be familiar looking things they're going to be familiar named characters who are completely different and some of the some of the plot points in here do make it into the final movie some of the plot points in here make it into other movies and it's it's an interesting look at the thing and for, for instance there is no a long time ago in a galaxy far far away because I don't know if it was this or the the outline that George wrote before this, but the story took place in the future. Yeah. In the yeah. Milky Way uh, galaxy. Mm-hmm. In the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. I actually plan on uh, before uh, Tom, we'll, we'll have you cover the first issue, Tom. Um, but before we before we do that, I was going to read off the the crawl that's on here. Oh, and then, please do. And it, and then, and then let and let, and let you go. But um, I have to admit, when I when like I said, when Tom first told us about this, I was like, "Man, that sounds really interesting and quite." I think it'd be quite an undertaking to to adapt like 
the OG script of whatever the fuck George was thinking a long time ago and then make it come to life. And then you said George loved it. So that's, 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 that's pretty cool that he was on board with it. And maybe Mm -hmm. I guess quote unquote approved of what they were doing. And it's like one, like you said, like one of the last things that he was like, Oh yeah, definitely do that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, so it's nice to kind of see that. And there's a lot of things in here that, you know, some of the dialogue that that resonates with some of the movies and stuff, I, I can't help but wonder if that was always the case or if they just did it to give you some kind of familiar narrative along the way. I don't know if you know that if you know the answer to that or not, Tom, but it just it is it kind of makes you wonder, like, especially some of the stuff you get between the droids um, is like word for word. And I wonder if you always kind of had the thought that they that's what they would be talking about stuff like that yeah i know some of the dialogue is from the original script uh, but others other stuff sounds like it was the more punched up version i don't remember the name of the two writers who helped him they were husband and wife team they helped him on the final draft to punch up the dialogue Mm. so i think it's a mixture of both yeah so rashad before we before 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 we get into it you know we we had some conversations about this you know during our hiatus recording episodes and we were talking about talking about talking about this this week because we were all reading it getting ready to do this episodes and yeah, so uh, i know how to read you I, that's i was pretty impressed and not find that out um i thought i thought you're going purely off of pictures this whole time so uh wh- what were your really thoughts on <laughs> calm down what was the uh what was the what was your an, an initial impression off these first four uh issues uh well Whoever gave George the note of, hey, maybe you should combine some of these characters should get a Nobel Peace Prize (laughs) (laughs) because there are so many and we'll get into them. But it feels like a lot of these characters are like I can see where like Han Solo comes from two characters, right? Or Mm -hmm. they have like like Luke Skywalker is really more of these other combinations of characters not mm-hmm. really like this and i feel like it was just kind of a lot to take in um yeah. my initial impression upon reading them was i was actually finding myself like ooh this is interesting because it's the sensation was kind of akin to like i know star wars very well mm-hmm. i i know i tout this a lot but i have seen the movies i'm not i am a fake fan but i know the movies very well So Mm -hmm. I was like going through this thinking, okay, how does this compare to New Hope? And it's completely different. Um, There are very small plot elements that are similar, but overall it felt like a new experience for me. It felt fresh, which I, that was what I thought was really interesting. Um, And I don't know how much of it is just the, the way in general comics are told in story form or adaptations for that matter, or how much of this is just how the script is written. But it felt like I had to go back and reread certain sections because I thought I had missed an action, some sort of connective tissue between pages sometimes, or even panels. Um, Mm. So it moves very fast and it's extremely dense. Yeah. Uh, But lots of dialogue, lots of dialogue, lots of different characters to juggle. Um, it, it it's a lot. It's not like a quick read by any means. And I don't think anyone should rush through it in any way. I think 
also it's gorgeous. Uh, Mike Mayhew, yes. the artist, mm-hmm. it's it's in, it's really pretty. Um, very good work on that. And overall, I think it's cool. I'm excited to finish the overall series. Um, but it was not. I I kind of went into it with no expectations, or I didn't know what to expect, and I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel the uh, pretty much exact same way. Like I was like, well. I, I assume there's going to be some elements. So I'm like, oh, okay. I, I knew there's I knew there's going to be some names that I remembered or end up using for other things and whatever else. I knew there'd be all kinds of smattering of stuff all over the place. But I have to say, like, I was surprised about how much I was enjoying this different take. By by no means. And I, is I, am I saying that? Oh man, I wish they would have done this because I do not wish that at all. Like mm-hmm. like what we got. Yeah, was it's, a, it's a, a superior product. Yeah, the yeah. one we got is a much more is a much more presentable form of a story like this. Like it's for all people to watch, you know. Like this would this may have been become like uh like a like a cult classic, you know. But it wouldn't have become the biggest franchise ever, right? Well, you know? George was trying to do his version of Flash Gordon. Hmm. And I think, you know, those were serialized. They came out in, what, the 30s and 40s? And Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the reason there was so much story. Maybe he thought he could chop it up. We did a trailer trash on the Sith list last week of a movie that came out in 1979, clearly aping on Star Wars. And the special Mm -hmm. effects were absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. Everything, you know, it was that futuristic, everything was clean and shiny. And I feel like that was what George thought he was making at first, that mm. type of aesthetic with this kind of story. And yeah, it's definitely interesting. It would be very curious to to see where this went. But like you guys said, what we got is a lot better. Yeah. yeah. I, I Actually, but, t- just if I can, Tom, you brought up that I was just about to make that point about it. This feels, I know George, it's common knowledge he's trying to make a Flash Gordon thing, but... Mm-hmm. I never really felt Star Wars like A New Hope. I never really felt that connection. You can kind of see it like in the kind of bones of the story, so to speak, and maybe some (laughs) of the archetypes and some of the fantasy elements. But this, the Star Wars series, is so close to Flash Gordon. It (laughs) it feels campier, whereas A New Hope feels more like kind of uh, contemporary or transcendent in a way that's like it goes beyond the homage. This feels just like a straight line homage from Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like and back to Tom's point about the uh the 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 flashy like clean and everything else about this. The end result and I don't know if it was George's thought or what. Even though this original story is meant to be much closer to our home in the Milky Way galaxy and in the future and all that other stuff. The one, the story we got where it was a a galaxy far, far away, you know, a long, long time ago, like it still feels, it feels more relatable because of the, because of the lived in feel of it, because of it, it feels like you, you feel like, oh man, I drove a car like that spaceship. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like you actually feel you actually feel a visceral connection to it. You've been through these emotions and like these people feel while, while there's definitely still some of that human element to it, these people in the story feel, they feel much different than us. 
even you know even though it, it, it's hard to relate to them directly in a lot of ways and um but anyways we've talked about we've talked about it over and over again so we'll, we'll we'll get more into it as we go along one quick over. one quick very quick thing i want to point out i didn't this is coincidental uh when i was in my comic shop last week i picked up a copy also from dark horse uh of uh the alien adaptation but it too is an original screenplay adaptation mm-hmm. so it seems like they're very into that sort of thing so if you dig this you might like that that's also very interesting how different is it compared to what we got? It's very different. That script was kicking around town for a few years before they adapted it to film. Mm. It's very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. I, I That's cool. I, I like seeing that stuff. And I like seeing the original artwork for it and stuff like that and seeing how, how it's modified. And and before one, one last thing before we get into it, there's some designs in here that I really appreciate. Um, I think they're really cool. I don't know if it, it wouldn't work with the aesthetic we end up with uh, in the Star Wars we know and love, but some of it's really cool. But before we get in, before before we have Tom uh, lead us through this dense first issue, <laughs> I want to say, please clear your minds of the Star yep. Wars you know and love the best you can. I know it's impossible. This is a fucking Star Wars show Patreon. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I'm here for the Star Wars, but this is what... This is the beginning of it. This is the this is the first real thought about Star Wars George Lucas had. You could say it's time to unlearn what you have learned. <laughs> oh, there it got is. Got him. Got okay. him. Now delete it. No, nope, <laughs> there forever. All right. So I'm going to read this opening crawl and then Tom, you go ahead and take it away. All right. Okay. Until the recent Great Rebellion. The Jedi Bindu were the most feared warriors in the universe. universe. For 100,000 years, generations of Jedi perfected their art as the personal bodyguards of the Emperor. They were the chief architects of the invincible Imperial Space Force, which expanded the Empire across the galaxy from the celestial equator to the farthest reaches of the Great Rift. Now, these legendary warriors are all but extinct. One by one, they have been hunted down and, and destroyed as enemies of the new empire by a ferocious and sinister rival warrior sect, the Knights of Sith. Take it away, Tom. So now that, that we, like like Luke and Rashad said earlier, clear your mind because it's not the empire you think you know. It's not the Jedi. Uh, we start off with a ship approaching a planet. It's the fourth moon of Utapau and someone sees the ship coming in and runs toward a structure near a familiar looking ship. That is Ralph McQuarrie's original design for the millennium Falcon, which later became the rebel blockade runner. Um, mm-hmm. And the person runs in and says, dad, they found us. It's an older man and a boy with a, uh, the training remote from the millennium Falcon on the ground. Um, this family is uh, Kane Starkiller, he's the older man. He is one of the few remaining Jedi Bendu out there. And his sons, uh, Anakin, who was the kid looking outside, and uh, that Deke, I think, is yes. the young boy. Um, looking very much like a young Luke Skywalker. Yes. And yeah. the in the in one of the versions of the script, Anakin was here, Anakin looks uh, like that, the, the archer guy from Lord of the Rings. 
Legolas, Legolas. yeah. Yeah, he was supposed he was supposed to look a little bit chunkier. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, in in one of the versions of the script, and Anakin goes in and says, "You know, they found us." Deke is in the middle of his very Rogue One like. Yes, in, in the middle of his instructions. Um, you know, a- a- Kane is doing two things. He's asking Anakin, you know, how many people there were, and Anakin saw. You know, only one Abanta four, so he could tell what type of ship it was. And he's also instructing. Uh, Deke is doing something with an Energon cube, and he's giving his philosophy lessons. And and here's an idea of how how different the Jedi are. We heard they were were bodyguards to the Emperor. Uh, they are philosophers here. There is such a thing as the Force of others, but and I I don't mean this is going to be a spoiler, but. There's no using the force as we know it. Yeah. No lifting rocks. <laughs> not really any mind tricks. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, no lightning. Well, 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 Rashad, we're not reading the last six issues. Thanks a lot, Tom, <laughs> yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> what kind of crock of shit are you selling over here? <laughs> well, it's just, again, unlearn what you have learned. The force is yeah. more of a way of life than. It's, yeah, it's like a philosophy a, or a mental. It's a it's. Yeah, it's a state right. of being, man. It's, it's not. I tell you what, we get the first the first hint of uh, abuse in this he, he, when, he, when he slaps little yeah, he's, like a rope or a whip or it's something. Like a whip or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know he's telling him to concentrate, and he gets slapped. But later yeah. he says the Corbett dictum: "What is is without." Yeah, and uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I like this story a lot, but I'll take the stuff that binds us together instead. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, Kane tells his kids that they're going to go out and face it, and uh, and and Deke gives a very Anakin like yippee, yippee, as he, <laughs> as he runs off. I got that too. Thanks. Right. So the three Star Killer men are on this uh, rocky over, you know, thing looking over the ship, and it's it's a pretty cool design for a ship. It's like a yeah, it's got these weird tie like wings, and um, Kane realizes it, it, it really it really looks like the the prequels meet. The OT, is what it yeah, looks like, yeah, kind of like uh, Grievous's ship mm-hmm. with some OT influences. Mm-hmm. Um, so they realize the warrior is baiting them. Deke or Kane goes to confront him while the two boys are looking at the the ship through their binoculars, and we get the moment out of A New Hope when they see the sh- the thing up in the back in the distance, but then there's something comes up right in front of them. Mm-hmm. And it's this Knight of the Sith, and it's it's a pretty cool design. He's got the, these; his mask has these tusks. It, it looks it it looks very um, old uh, Republic in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say like like Japanese samurai, that like too, the, yeah. the, 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 the mask, um, right? Yeah. And these the the you know Kurosawa movies, the Seven Samurai, the Hidden Fortress, they were heavily heavy influence on this. And I think mm. the next draft too. Um, and the warrior has a red lightsaber, and in you know he swings it one way, and then on the second swing he kills little Deke. Yeah, fucking harsh, bro. Immediate yeah. child death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we we see Anakin ignites his lightsaber with a. Vroom. And mm. one note about lightsabers: I don't know if it was this or in the preceding version. 
but I think lightsabers were always supposed were supposed to be just like regular swords where there was no igniting them. Yeah. They had scabbards, they took them out, and it was already a light beam. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah. It, um, I think it, Go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't know if it was in this version or the earliest version. We get a cool look of the the Sith Knight's red eyes and a close up look of his mask. And he and Anakin kind of they're having a little bit of a lightsaber fight. And then Kane jumps in <laughs> and with a zwit, he chops the poor fool in a half. Zwit. <laughs> Dude, there's there, there's some good uh good uh dis dismemberment in this this comic. Whole yeah. lot of chopping. Yeah. 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 And that um the Knight of the Sith has a pretty cool looking hilt. Yeah. I think yeah. It's like engraved. Um, yeah. One other thing to note: everybody's got a red colored lightsaber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is um, if if a lot of you remember listening to this, you remember that the stormtroopers used to have sabers too. Mm-hmm. And so far, as all I've, I've all I've seen, the only people that had different color lightsabers were the stormtroopers, yeah. and they were mm-hmm. the blue. And everybody else has had red ones so far. Yeah. So it kind of feels like lightsabers aren't very special in this one. They're not coveted the same way they are in. The story we know. Yeah. But maybe we just haven't gotten that far. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it reminds me a lot of and this is a legends thing, the you know, the one hundred years after Return of the Jedi when the Sith or not the Sith, but the Empire took over the galaxy again and they had the the Dark Side Knights or whatever, and everyone like Rashad said, Rashad said everyone could use the force, everyone had a lightsaber and not a good story. When was this? What was this again? It was it was one of the legends things. I don't. It, I think it was called Legacy, and it was a it was a comic book series that went on for years. Okay. And there was there was the Gala, you know the Galactic Alliance Republic, and they were co opted by. Um, they weren't Sith, but they were Dark Side users. It was so they made the Empire rise again, and then. What's his name? Darth Crate came back, mm. and he. It was like basically him against Luke's grandson. Oh right, this is the Who, series that killed Chewbacca by a moon. No, no, right? that no. was that was the uh, Yuuzhan Vong series. Okay. This was a hundred years after that. Kate Skywalker, he's yeah, like Cade the blonde, Skywalker. curly-haired yeah. kid. Yeah, he looks like the dude from Nickelback. Yes. Yeah. How the hell yeah. Don't bring up the go back. I'm already triggered by them already because they they got something else coming up pretty soon. I don't appreciate yeah. it. This Anyways, year just, this year just keeps getting worse. So anyway, after ch- after chopping the shut the fuck up. <laughs> after chopping the uh, the Sith in half, Kane is. It, it is a little bit of a an odd choice. This third panel down where Anakin is in the distance saying, "I'm sorry," and Kane like his face is drawn like he's yelling and he's holding his son right up to it. <laughs> it's just ah! a very weird. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how I'd react if I was holding my, my dead son. I think I'd be screaming a lot too. Yeah. Would you just know. scream at him? Like he just shit on the carpet or something. <laughs> That's what it I, looks like. It's a it's a bad uh, I guess representation I guess you, you know but like yeah I think I think I think a, I think an immediate shock would be to scream yeah yeah and and that that is something that that's because we see the shock continued even to the next page they do the here's another you know they they light a bonfire around the body 
and then they 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 take the the Sith Knight ship, and Kane is still he's still crying. Yeah, over it. So I mean that was that that's a nice touch, and and they're going back home to I believe it's Aqualay. Aqualay, yes. Uh, then yeah. we we cut to Alderaan, capital of the New Galactic Empire, and it's it's only hinted at here, but Alderaan is supposed to be like Bespin, a gas giant with floating cities. Okay. Huh. Okay. And uh, we see four ships that look familiar. Uh, from the underside, they look like the, you know, regular Star Destroyers we know. Um, but then Thinking when we. hard. Yes. Then when they. We, we see the reverse side in the next panel, there are just two pilots inside them. There's a, you know, a bubble canopy on them, mm. and they're two man starfighters. Which is, which is interesting. Mm. It was a very odd uh, juxtaposition. Yeah, took, that took me by surprise. Yeah, it's it, it, I, that's one of the things I like about the art in this. Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely feels like in an in an intentional thing to fuck with yeah. what you know. It's like, right. aha, you thought this was huge, a, 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 a fleet of starter stores just banking around these buildings. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, small ones. So the uh, we learned the emperor is going to address the military officers, ruling bureaucrats, and the curious. So. Um, a bunch of dignitaries are waiting for the emperor. And I don't know if it's said in here, but this was back when the emperor, uh, George based the emperor off of Richard Nixon. And instead of being a force user, he was someone who the powers that be, meaning like the guilds and corporations kind of put in place because they thought they could control him. And he ended up turning the tables and, being even more corrupt than they expected him to be. And his name was Kos C O S de shit. D A S H I T. You'll love to see it. Yeah. So I don't I don't oh, think it's Georgie said boy. in here, but that was the Emperor's name. Um so the Emperor is talking with a governor Hodak, um, who is in line to get a promotion with whatever the Emperor says. So the Emperor Please hold. Please hold for a second. Okay. Can we discuss this 1950s large <laughs> microphone? Yes. Big ass this, microphone. Is, this, I wanted to point out, uh, not only this microphone, but even the way that the Emperor looks, kind of like that Nixon-like, but he almost looks like like a cartoonish, campy villain with like the facial hair, like the little goatee mustache he, thing going on. He looks like a mix between Doctor Strange and the. Uh, he looks um, like Sinestro. If yeah, the Green Lantern bad guy. Yeah, yes. I, I yeah. was gonna say a mix between those two. He, like. This is what I was talking about. Like these are the elements that make it feel campier, like closer to a Flash Gordon. Like they're pulling elements that you recognize from the real world as like props in this like fantasy world, but it breaks the illusion a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, it's, it's, it's got the, it's got this guy, the, 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 the red banners and shit hanging down, gives you very big Nazi vibes and everything else, you know, um, mm -hmm. as, as does everything from this era, they were all pretty obsessed with it. And then you have the big, the stormtroopers out there and doing their shit. But like the, that microphone, I just I didn't notice it the first time. I just now noticed it. I was like, holy shit, that is a huge like you you would have seen like the temptations recording on one of those things, man. Like well just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like hovering right in front of him to, in the on the next page. It's 
right there. Yeah, it even even has those springs that go around it. It's just mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So the the emperor starts speaking uh, to to the crowd, saying, "Oh that shit, this- it's it's fucking space Kurt Cobain up front. You see that? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. <laughs> In the crowd, they went wait, wait, like like after the last panel of the microphone, you go next one. It's like swear to God, that's Kurt Cobain up front. Anyways, carry on. So we learned that the the Aquilean system, the system that the Star Killers were going to, is the last independent system in the galaxy, and Apparently, it's it's a refuge of the Jedi, and the Emperor wants to go in and take it over. Um, they've the Emperor is it's they've asked for a treaty of alliance, uh, but there's you know they've gotten no response to their to their negotiations. So they're going to send in this Governor Hodak as first Lord of the Aquilean system and surrounding territory. So this does sound like the the Moff slash Governor set up the Emperor the empire that we know and love not love mm-hmm. had um you know they're going to go in and take this take this system by force and hodak is now going to be in charge of it instead of the planet's ruling body did and they then, use hodak somewhere else i feel like i've heard of that somewhere else before i okay I, I mean like 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 maybe it was just like an obscure planet somewhere in some comic series somewhere it, i don't know but it just feels it's ringing a bell it might be something in legends where the, like oh we're gonna toss you know throw it back Mm. to the original draft without anyone you know lucasfilm really caring about that but yeah i think i think you're right Mm. um and we see we we get a close-up shot of the stormtroopers who i like these stormtroopers they look cool uh they 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 for some reason even though i know it doesn't make any sense i just feel like they they should belong in some more futuristic version of robocop though i don't yeah. know yeah. it just it just, it just with the, with the with that chest piece though the way it bulges out it does look like these guys belong in the uh, power of the force 96 line mm. yeah it's cool um, that they have armor plating for their abs yeah, yeah. each individual plate. one yes <laughs> i mean you got to protect those those are your money makers boys they worked really hard for it mm-hmm. yeah uh, and they, cha- they they chant "Long live the Emperor!" Death to, to to the Jedi, and then someone broodingly leaves the ceremony. Um, mm-hmm. We cut to a bar where a guy in furs, who looks like the original uh, A New Hope Jabba the Hut actor, I was mm-hmm. just gonna say, yeah, yeah. And um, and this is the second time that you see so far. You see these rings. Yeah, and and I'm is, is does that become a thing later on, Tom? Because like I, the first four issues, it doesn't. Well, I think the, the guy who has the ring is this wit son guy mm. we're about to meet, and it's it's his ring in the in the previous page. So yeah. his ring, and then the guy with the furs has it, and I think it's the symbol sign for of, sign of rebellion or something. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I guess it because it, if you look at it, it looks like a bird. So maybe it's like the callback to the rising phoenix or whatever, that whole yeah. deal. Or maybe it like opens up and has the insignia on the inside. Maybe. That could be cool. Like 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 Rose Tico. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Broom it Boy. opens up and there's Pez. Ooh, even better. Space Pez. Space mm. Pez. Space Pez has got to be good. You get, it'd be like every flavor, kind of like Harry Potter, but you know, Pez. Do, do you think like Space Pez is infinite? Like you don't have to get the thing of 10. It just, you get the thing and it candy just keeps popping out. Uh, you, I don't know. You, 
you would hope it would be, but but still, I mean, capitalism is capitalism, and uh, you, you got to make that money somehow. Maybe not infinite, but like you get like a cartridge and you get a hundred out of them instead of ten. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen like replicators in Star Wars before. It seems no, like a we Star haven't. Trek vibe. Yeah, you're right. Ah, space pets. That would be cool though. So the the guy with in the furs is uh, Whitson's contact, Bale Antilles, uh, <laughs> who's who's a galactic trader and and telling Whitson that they've grounded all sp- all spacecraft, uh, realizing that something big is up. So supposedly the emperor just gave this major military address, but it's secret to half the galaxy. Although Antilles or um, Whitson was able to walk out and have this conversation in the bar, and. For you know, you reason. say he, you say he kind of looks like the guy who played Jabba the Hutt before they put the the digital one in there. Yeah, but I think you, I think he also kind of looks like the bartender from the cantina. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe if he stole the Jabba's furs. Mm. They're droids. We don't serve that kind here. Han, <laughs> Han me boogie. Han. <laughs> so the uh, Antilles, who is a, a traitor, he gets arrested by stormtroopers. And then we cut to, I think this is the Imperial Palace, and we meet Darth Vader, who is a big, tall dude in a cape, shoulder pads, and gauntlets. He looks badass. I'm he not going to lie. He does I look, think he looks bad. Yeah. 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 He's got... Were you going to say something, Rashad? I was going to say, he looks badass until later, I think in another issue, he puts the helmet on without yes. the face mask, and he looks yeah. like a fucking dork. He does. He he looks. He, he reminds like like. Here's the thing. The only time it's ever been cool for anybody in Star Wars to put a or it's ever looked cool where somebody put a helmet on and they were when they, when they weren't like a soldier they didn't have the face thing over was uh uh oh, what the hell's the dude in the in the ad at in, in General Veers General Veers that was the only time in my mind it's ever looked cool like when they did it with uh. Because because they we we were just we we just covered an episode of this on Rebels, uh, where Grand Moff Tarkin shows up in one of those in Rebels. It looks stupid. Uh, Tarkin looks stupid, and I'm not talking about, but uh, 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 Thrawn looks dumb in it. Mm-hmm. And like like anytime they have these helmets, these, these battle helmets. Like I said, the only time I've ever seen one that looked cool like that was uh, uh, Veers and and probably um um. Mutton Chops and Rebel. What's his name? I forget his name. Oh, Callus. Callus. But yeah. his helmet looked different. But it was still kind of you know, like the his his looks more like a like an ancient Romans kind of helmet. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Rashad. As soon as, he, as soon as he puts that helmet on later, it's like, oh man, oh, cool look at vibe. the fucking dork over here, dude. <laughs> yep. Cool uh, vibes gone. Like he went from like looks- the, the the tall menacing figure to like the kid wearing his dad's helmet randomly. Yeah, right. <laughs> his costume does look very close to the Darth Vader costume we know. Uh, a lot more mm-hmm. silver, and I like mm-hmm. the the kind of arm length gloves he's wearing yeah. or whatever the coverings are very cool. Yeah. yeah they're, like, they're like silver gauntlets or something. Right. This cool. And he does look like buff. Yeah. Like huge. Uh, and mm-hmm. it, um, he's got the sides of his heads are shaved. The top of his head is greased back. He has a scar down one side of his face and one red eye. Yep. He's got, he's got that Terminator eye. Yeah. 
Very cool. So, and, the, and 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 that and that big gelatinous uh, jello yellow thing back there, he's yeah. he's giving me very big uh once again from Rebels that uh because obviously Rebels takes a lot oh. of yeah, the, as Morgan. He's giving yes. me very big uh, as Morgan vibes. The red colored guy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the dude that has uh, uh his voice by James Hong. <sighs> yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 I I didn't, I didn't realize it was him. I fucking Good hate reference. that character so bad. <laughs> so, Hodak is celebrating uh, as Morgan Senior is kind of trying to rain on the parade, saying that it won't be easy because they have Jedi and Darth Vader is just brooding. We do get a hint, and I think this is we only get a few hints of one of the reasons the Empire wants Aqualay. Um, but he says this system will bring us more scientific wealth than any other house. In the tribunal, there's something on Aqualay that the Empire wants, mm-hmm. in addition to just being able to control the system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Vader finally speaks. It's a myth that any Jedi still exist, and uh, he and this other, as Morgan, I think it says Vantos call. Um, they kind of disagree on the Jedi and their effectiveness. Um, Vader in a dro- way really quick I want to say Tom it kind of feels like Vader is Vader but he's also f- 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 feels like he's part Tarkin and and the and the and the and the the, the general guy mm-hmm. uh, 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 what's his name Hodak yeah he's giving me like vibes of if Tarkin and that dude who Vader choked out mixed together Admiral like, Piet yeah no, no. um this station is now the ultimate Mahdi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mahdi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, like if you were to mix Tarkin and that guy together, that's what Modek vibes. But, but like, Hodek is he vibes up. But Vader here, he's he's giving me he's giving me that vibe because like, while Tarkin didn't outright dismiss the Jedi, he was still kind of like, who fucking cares? The goddamn Jedi, you know right. what I mean? He's <laughs> so I think I think that's a very good way of of evening them out. Um, yeah. But this Vantos call is talking about, you know, he's like, you're going to face some serious opposition. General Skywalker is no myth. And then he explains that he was the first bodyguard and he led the Jedi rebellion. But Vader's saying a guy named Sieg Darklighter led the rebellion. But he's told, no, the Emperor changed the story to make himself look better. Um, They say Skywalker. Yeah, Skywalker wasn't hunted down because he's uh, too clever, even though it's just one planet. Taking Aquilae won't be easy. Yeah, the real Darth Vader would not have uh, uh, sat there and uh, dealt with such uh, emperor tongue lashing from right. subordinates unless he was the one like being like, "My master has many beliefs." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> you he could I mean? say he might find their lack of faith disturbing. Disturbing. Ooh. Maybe. Mm. Man, you're you're on it tonight. I'm gonna give you that Woo! much. Stone Cold I mean, sober, baby. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm saying you're not you're not white claw trash beautiful tonight, but you're still on your game. Have clear I think eyes, full hearts, can't lose. You you got that new guitar glow about you. Oh, you know thank I mean? you. <laughs> We're really happy. I'm happy for you. Thanks. You know, I just hope I hope you realize it's gonna be like 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 like. Do you put cushions around it so it feels more comfortable whenever you're snuggling at night, or do you just you go you just go hard with it? I mean, I wrap it up. Oh, there's um, hardness involved. Yeah, mm-hmm. hence the wrapping. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, you know, we got to protect each other. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure it's nice and warm and snug. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a nice weighted blanket. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a really healthy relationship, and I'm I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm really happy too. That's cool. Yeah, like I said, you're just glowing over there. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Continue. That's okay. Uh, we finally cut to Aquilay, and I'm going to drop two names on you that uh, George used here. That drop kind them. of <laughs> the Palace of Light, L I T E on Aquilay, and King L-I-T-E. Chaos. What's the second one? King Chaos. Uh, <laughs> is that how it, it's, it's it spelled weird? K A Y O S. It's Greek. <laughs> it's Greek for chaos. <laughs> uh, but then Queen Breha. Breha feels like a familiar name, too. It's uh, yeah. the uh, Bale's wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But isn't just, but isn't just, is this Breha, right? I I I don't think it's ever said in the movies, so it's up to us. To well, but it but it was it was all over your favorite freaking I, novel. Yep, yeah, I didn't read, I didn't listen to the audiobook. I read the pages. Listen, read you it. son of a bitch. I don't appreciate your. <laughs> See, this is why you need to hear people who have understanding of the pronunciations to read you the books, especially when it comes uh, to Star Wars, sir. Or right? I can ask someone who's listened to it. Hey, how how did they say it? Yeah, yeah, like you do all the time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, I just go no, no habla. That is all. I just go tone deaf to the English language. That's what I do. <laughs> Does it bother you guys when people say names incorrectly, like the Star Wars names? No. Like if somebody around you says Dark Vader. Well, that that that's not incorrectly. That's just that that that's that, that's, not, that's not mispronunciation. That's just the wrong fucking word. <laughs> You know, like I used to get kind of haughty with the Han hand thing. I'm like, Han Solo calls himself Han. Go by what the person who tells you their name, what he's calling. <laughs> Tell that to but, every barista I've ever said my name to at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call you? Rashad? What do they call you? Sheed. Raj. <laughs> Raj. Yeah. Gotten, I swear to God, I've gotten Rashonda. <laughs> mm-hmm, I can see that. Mm hmm. Yeah, kind of, that I, checks out. Wasn't even. What about you, Tom? How many times has, has has your name been mispronounced? Tom. My last name got mispronounced all the time. <laughs> well, how? How? Chansky. Chansky. Okay. My my uh, <laughs> this this nun who was the principal used to say Shamsky. <laughs> she well she didn't like me because my pa- I was like the only kid in school whose parents were divorced. Oh. oh. Yeah, and um. She in Catholic school. Yeah, when I when I was in third grade, she kept me in re- for recess the whole year, just because she didn't what? like me. And I like there was a few times I didn't do homework, but I wasn't one of those kids like lighting fires at recess. We had those kids. You should have been. In, she called in Obviously. my parents and said the reason that I was such a messed up kid was because of my mother's divorced lifestyle. Oh my! Wow! God. How are you still a Catholic? Yeah. Well. <laughs> no. Um, I, uh, I ended up going to one of the better schools, one of the better high schools on Staten Island and went back there. And, uh, later on, I found out that she ended up having a gambling problem and she embezzled the school's money and spent it all on bus trips to Atlantic city. Nice. That's, that's, you know, Hey, you know what? That's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, (laughs) 
Hypocrisy is alive and well in the Catholic Church. (laughs) Queen Win King Tom. King Tom one, bitchy old nun, a zero. Sister Mary Joseph zero. Suck on that, D, Sister Mary. Yep. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, I don't even know how we got here. Uh, Mispronunciation of names. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Uh, one more tangent away from singing Motorin. I've only gotten Christian. luck for some reason. Luck. It was like luck. I'm like, but there's no C. Do, does anyone a- does anyone ever call you Lucas instead of Luke? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, even though I and it happens a lot, and I notice in school emails, especially, even though I I sign all my names in in, in the emails, I put Luke L U K E instead mm-hmm. of Lucas. But my email says Lucas or whatever. But like I say Luke at the end, but they they, mm-hmm. they respond Lucas over and over again. And like I said, several of my teachers, I say, call me Luke and they call me Lucas all year. But there are some people who think they're being funny and call me Luke. Like, like it doesn't bug me. If you call me Lucas, that's my fucking name. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just that I've just always gone by Luke. But uh, I've gotten Crusser quite a bit for my last name. Crusty? Uh, Crusser. Crusser. Uh, but I have a feeling that my name, uh, it, I ha- it, it's it's my adopted last name, so I'm not really sure of its mm-hmm. origin. But I would imagine that it would uh, have been German at one point and had umlauts over the U. Mm-hmm. So that's and they just got rid of it when it came over to America because they could be having that shit. No umlauts, get the fuck out of here with it's that. Tight, dude. Bring it back, dude. Yeah, I, I should. Yeah. I, I I would love to have umlauts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am pro umlaut. I am too. <laughs> I also yeah. didn't know your full name was Lucas, so today I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You, and 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 if you think you're going to bug me calling me that, you won't, because that's my name. Damn it! <laughs> find something else. Yeah. Well, keep add digging. to the list that I live on. <laughs> All right, Tom. Finish anyway, the fucking story. <laughs> so we are at the Palace of Light on the planet Aquile, where King Chaos is having a meeting of his uh, council. And uh, they're talking about the Chrome companies not wanting to su- openly support him because of imperial trade restrictions. Mm-hmm. Some of my, yeah. I, I genuinely mean this uh, favorite was one of my favorite topics. Um, and one, uh, one of the ministers, uh, we, we learn his name is Count Sendage, stands up and says they're wasting time. He's urging the king to accept the imperial treaty. Uh, they're talking mm-hmm. about General Skywalker and who walks in clad in white, looking majestic, like an older version of George Lucas. Looking like oh. a goddamn snack is what he's looking like. Yes. Dude, yes. Amen, brother. He's a very Amen. attractive man. Woo! Yeah, I would yes. I would I would snuggle up to him for sure if he led me. Yeah. But I mean, like he he's he's very much a a. a, a Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke, Luke Skywalker combined. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a whole a whole deal going General on. General Kenobi yeah. with like elements of Skywalker, I suppose. I wonder like his who, name mainly. <laughs> well, well, I wonder okay, who they would have gotten to play him. Uh oof. Terrible suggestion. Mm. Wait, wait. Nineteen seventies or today? Nineteen seventies. Mm. Trying to think of who could Chris Christopher. Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Kenny Rogers? Kenny Rogers. No, uh, oh, what's his James Coburn? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Because he Coburn could do the beard or Kenny Rogers. I, uh, I mean, I know he's a fucking. Uh, uh, what about? Do you think? No, I was gonna say. 
I don't think he could pull it off. I, I was, I was, I, I wondered, like, just as the character as he is, do you think 1970s Eastwood could have done this role? Mm, mm. I don't think he's old enough. Yeah, and he's like, he's a little bit more thin than. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested the character itself. He'd be better suited for, I think, a different character or two later in this. I mean, like, I like, 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 like my first inclination is to go towards Western guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because of the nature of the storytelling. You know who yeah. actually, speaking of Western, would probably be good is uh, what's his name? Van Cleef. Was mm-hmm. General Skywalker. I'm not familiar he, with. He's the if you've seen, he's the good in the good, the bad and the ugly, I believe. Or the bad. Okay. He's the black mm-hmm. hat. Uh, the mustache. If you've seen for a few dollars more, he's the the guy that Clint Eastwood agrees to help capture the bounty. Hmm. Yeah, I have a hard. I mean, like, yeah, it's because Alec Guinness would have been too old, yeah, to yeah. play this character. Um, but I, I have a hard time imagining because I mean, it's like if you could take Alice G- Alec Guinness and make him a little taller, a little buffer, and about fifteen years younger, you know. Still you're about. It. I don't. Yeah. The thing is, I don't see this. Most of this crowd is having the English accent that we know a lot of Star Wars Me actresses having. Yeah, you're right. I don't get the English accent vibe from it at all. I maybe maybe that fucking general. What's his name? Uh, oh, Hodak. Hodark. Yeah. yeah, Hodak. I want to call him Hodark. Uh, uh, Hodak, and maybe the Emperor. But mm-hmm. even the emperor, not I mean, he he finally you know not even that like he gives me like just like snivelly vibes like yeah now you want to listen to me taking now. Over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't I'm, know. I'm going with either Coburn or Kenny Rogers. All right, well you you love to see it. Yep. Uh, so he walks in and immediately tells Count Sandage to sit down. He tells Sir. him where to put it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and Skywalker oversees the defenses of Aqualay, um, and is basically telling them that they have to stop talking, have to stop procrastinating. Um, that war, despite what these counselors feel war is going to happen and he needs, uh, authorization to launch their defenses. The meeting gets broken up by, uh, Biggs and Windy, the, the King's two wait, wait, youngest wait. twin sons. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. The character named Tarkin in here. He looks like a goddamn mune. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like because because he's like my defense measures, Tarkin. And then the guy who's in the like he looks like a, a member of the banking clan. <laughs> yeah. My sacratorial colleagues and I believe an actual war at the Empire is still only a remote possibility. I can see the one mune yeah. from Attack the Clone saying those exact words. You're right. I apologize yeah. for yeah, but his name's Tarkin. It's just, it's yep. just I mean, he, he he just looks like one too, like in, you know, in different garb. Um, yeah, but yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm sorry. I was his, really his real up. name, Darth Plagueis. Mm. Yes. I was really hung up on the sacerdotal because in my brain I read that as scrotal, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you literally lol? I went like <laughs> scrotal. Oh, uh-huh. scrotal. So uh, the, everybody, everybody loves a, a, a good scrote joke. <laughs> but do we have the balls to press on? 
Oh, hey, maybe. I don't think so, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the sack for that. We, oh, nice. Sack so, blue. The, the, the two twins make an appearance, little Biggs and Windy, uh, and they tell the king, because he doesn't have anything more important to worry about right now, Leia is leaving. Leia is the king's oldest child, his uh, daughter. She, I, I guess she's going off to school on the mm-hmm. other side of the planet. Even though the uh, even though the planet's about to be at war, and we you know we meet the the queen of the planet, and her hair is a lot like uh, Padme's, mm-hmm. and Leia's hair kind of she has the buns going on. So say she looks just like Leia. She does. Maybe she's maybe the, she's she's the one character that actually looks like her final character. Yeah, maybe like sixteen, seventeen, rather than nineteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and they uh they see them off and with, with the greet or with the not greeting, but may the force of others be with you all. Yeah. Is that ever is that ever said again? Like is, in here? Is, is no, is that something that's said in uh, uh, yeah. Master and Apprentice? I don't know. I'm trying to oh. think. You said you said it said in Rogue. You said it said in Rogue Run, Rashad. Yeah, that's what. Um. Oh my God, I'm forgetting his fucking. Chirrut. Chirrut. He's always like, "May the force of others be with you." The force of others. Be yeah. With you, right. Is that what he mm-hmm. said? I thought. I thought. I thought. I thought he said, thought he said the. One I am one with the force, and the force. Like, no, at, the, at the very beginning, when Jin first sees him, "May the force of others be with you." When he's like in the uh, bazaar or whatever. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. I got one. I got one. I mean, we'll take a, we'll give you a a, a, a minus one off of your fake fan status. So slowly going the other way. Ninety nine more to go. Handicap. Yeah. <laughs> to sometimes fan. Sometimes fan. Uh, we cut to the war room hidden underneath the palace of light, and uh, General Skywalker is asking about, you know, whether ships have are, have left the planet, and he talks about a full battalion of Star Destroyers left for what is projected to be Anchorhead or a nearby system. Anchorhead, another familiar name. So basically, they're waiting to hear back from their spies that were on the Imperial capital. And then there's some disturbance, and it turns out that uh, Starkiller, Kane Starkiller and his son somehow Mm -hmm. were able to just walk into this hidden, secure war room don't you do not do not Poe Dameron meme this, Tom, or I will come to this computer. <laughs> so somehow they've returned. Yes. But hang on. We talked about it before that there's no force, but it, either they're doing the thriller dance all together or like they're doing something to push these guys out of the way. It looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think I think it's just their their hot white electric energy they have together just the oozing that testosterone mm-hmm. right just yeah. makes it weaker than ease it's, it's, it's like a, it's like it it creates like the like reverse magnet effect it's like pushes mm-hmm. people away yeah. like when you push two magnets together you know i mean the wrong if they side. have the force and yeah. the force push it would explain how they got into this top secret military nasa bunker under a royal palace i guess mm-hmm. yeah maybe but maybe yeah, General Skywalker is is happy to see Kane Starkiller. He calls him "you old muscle rat." 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he introduces him to Anakin and uh, apparently, you know, Anakin is training to be a Jedi or is a Jedi. And so the, these are like basically the three Jedi left in the galaxy. They yeah. offer to help out Skywalker. Um, and then they go to a, you know, another room to have a, a smaller conversation um, where they and, they, it's, and, it, and it's clear that Kate is uh, unwell mentally because this mm-hmm. is a second rage moment where like he could have been just like you know very he could be like well look, look I'm falling apart like you know like yeah. instead of like immediately going to like the the it, it's like it's like the like like Terminator reveal to the mm-hmm. to the dude who causes doomsday but like times to 25 where he's like smashing things to show off his mechanical body <laughs> right yeah because Skywalker wants both of them to help out as much as they can and he says I'm not the same star killer he rips mm-hmm. off part of his shirt and really the only part of him that's left uh, is his his head and his right arm. Yeah. And he, he has the Darth Vader chess piece. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool seeing it on a on a human. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Um and he he admits that he's dying. He doesn't have much left to live. Um and like I think like you said, Luke, he's just mentally not well. He says he's he, he keeps losing control. He's very tired. But he says his son can fill in for him or be be the Jedi that he needs to be. He just needs to be taught. Teach him the way of the Jedi Bendu, the wisdom of, and he's about to continue. And but Luke Sky and, and Luke Skywalker's like, with that man bun, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a father son thing. They but bo- they both have something going on up there. Uh and then one of the uh military assistant says we've fa- they've picked up something big an asteroid or solid comet moving away from the anchor head system and headed t- right toward them wow man that is such a dense first issue yeah i think that i mean i know we spent about maybe 15 minutes at the very beginning talking about what our feelings and thoughts about are but this is this this, this recording's over an hour we n- never had over an hour recording on an episode like there's just so much to get to and it gets um, what you pay for dude you really do with this series i mean it didn't cost that much to begin with uh but uh rashad first thoughts on the on the first issue uh it's just stuffed like there is so much happening it's dizzying and there's so many characters and i i kind of already gave a lot of my impressions i think it's cool um I think you can obviously early on see like we've been talking about the different sort of combinations of characters, the root of them that we as we know them are here. Um, I also am very interested uh, in the Gambit style headdress the Jedi wear and where do I get one of these? Yeah, it is very Gambit-esque. I, I also feel like it's... um um. I feel like there's kind of some ancient Roman uh, gladiator type things that had a similar kind of headdress about them too. Um, but yeah, it, it is, it is very enchanté. Yeah. Yeah. In, the, in, the, in the reveal of uh, Kane, excuse me, having like a completely mechanical body. That was very surprising. Did not see that coming. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, Especially because he fucking just slams, breaks his glass table. I mean, Luke, I'd be like, yeah. what the fuck, bro? Like, uh, can you explain your rage? Yeah, uh, it's cool. It was one of these things where it piqued my interest, and I kind of, I 
didn't I liked it. I wanted to keep going. It feels fresh. It feels so different. It's it's a completely new thing. But even on the page, it definitely feels campier to the Star Wars that we know. Mm-hmm. See, to me, like you keep saying it's campier, and maybe it's because I maybe it's because I can't see it acted out live, or you know, like like with we know with like you know real people but i don't get the campier vibe from it like i get like a more serious tone to it really interesting yeah i don't, I don't know about you about you tom but that, that that's like i like i don't get like the only time I, the only time so far you get any campiness really hasn't happened yet in the issue except for the yippee from from just, uh go ahead i think we'd be going off of george's direction and i think especially at this point he would go more towards campy than dramatic. I agree. I agree, but the way this comic is written and the way it's shown, maybe it's the art style, I'm not real <laughs> sure, but I'm not, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm just used to I'm I'm more in tune with vi- like not not in tune. I'm I'm I I identify more with 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 visual cues more so than what I'm reading on the page. I don't know what it is, but like I just I just I, I don't know I don't I don't get the super camp I get like I get like people were like really like worried about some real shit going on and like but it's all over the place and I don't know like there's I, there's definitely some campy stuff there's definitely it's definitely campy but that first Star Wars is holy shit campy <laughs> like it's 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 I mean then you and even you get into Return of the Jedi I mean it's it's camp just flowing off the fucking screen so i mean i don't know man it's it's hard it's hard for me to judge which was more yeah i don't it's go ahead tom i don't see it as a they sent you here to kill me there's not much of me left i don't see it as that Mm -hmm. yeah i think because of the you know the breaking the table and then it's very melodramatic too i feel like it is very dramatic like everybody's very serious and i think that coupled with some of the elements that I pointed out and it just feels like more gosh, I guess I think it part of it is because I can, I can more closely tie this to flash Gordon and flash Gordon itself feels very campy to me that maybe that's where I'm getting Mm -hmm. a lot of this from, but even some of the cost, like there's a lot of like colorful, like what's what's the character's name again the the weird um oh goodness something core uh we were talking about him before when avantos uh, cole uh mm-hmm. who is talking with uh hodak and vader like he looks like a very sort of like it, it's just like the pointy ears and kind of the thing i don't know there's character design some of the costumes some like props and elements that i see in it and i think above all like a lot of the heavy dramatics seen through it kind of are what are lending that feeling of campiness to me it just there's a lot of different characters it feels very soap opera in a way but mm-hmm. again like star wars is a space opera i i'm yeah i can't mm-hmm. quite put my finger on exactly why i feel this way and i wish i was smarter and i could I, I just always i just always just automatically assume like i all equate campy to something that's trying to be funny like that's kind of like how i like like it's like or maybe not trying to but it's it's not taking itself super seriously 
I think and in I that feel like, case, yeah, go ahead. I think in that case, melodramatic may be a better way yeah, of explaining uh, what, yeah. Rod, what Rashad and I think. Or Roger, whatever you want to say there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, it, they they aren't self aware. I think is part like it feels like it's not self aware of how silly it is. Yeah, which is also maybe not a very good thing to say because. If you go to like all the filming of a New Hope, everybody's like, "God, what the hell are we doing? What am I wearing?" Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, which is why, which is why I end up think end up what make made it. So I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's it like the Star Wars is not Star Wars without it without its it's it's point pointing at the ridiculous nature of the whole thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's is what it is. Uh, but anyways, we've we've gone on long enough about this one. This is going to be a bang for your buck on this one, <laughs> good lord. Um, but <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being patrons. Uh, it, it means a lot to us and me. And um, yeah, until next time when we get into Star Wars, a Star Wars, uh, no Star Wars, the Star Wars issue number two. See ya. See you around, kids. May the force of others be with you. Aww. Seismic charges. Stand by.